Hello, ECAN Radio Network. This is David Cole joined by Nate Dean as we are bringing you episode 74 of This Week in Carding. It is January 22, 22nd, <laughs> 2024, uh, Monday, getting the week started here with our next podcast on the ECAN Radio Network. Uh, again, This Week in Carding brings you all the major news that has hit the ECAN homepage and social media over the past days. Uh, it's been uh, since January 2nd that we recorded our last episode of This Week in Carding. Again, you can listen to us on ECAN Radio Network and available when this podcast is available on all streaming platforms and all podcasts uh, where you can subscribe any of your podcasts. And this episode is presented by Margay Racing. Do you want to be part of the fastest growing series in the sport? Check out Margay Racing's Spec Ignite class and their arrive and drive packages. Nothing matches the affordability and competitive level of the Ignite program. It's just one set of tires, national level caliber drivers, where the best driver wins over the best equipment. Bring your safety gear and Margay will take care of the rest. For more information, visit ignitecarting.com today. Get off the couch and into a race seat. Nate, yeah, it's been 20 days since we've had our last this week in karting. We've uh, we've already had our track first trackside event of the week of the year. Uh, so we got Outlap debrief podcast in, but uh, right back to this week in karting, and we have a number of topics to go over. First off, what do you think uh, of the 2024 season so far? Yeah. Um, two major race weekends done and dusted with, uh, the Florida winter tour happening, uh, just this last weekend. And then the Scusa winter series, some pretty good racing in both Florida winter tour looked like they were fairly dry on Sunday. I couldn't catch, uh, most of the action on Saturday, but it still looked like they had some pretty decent racing throughout all those categories. And hopefully if, if that's a sign of things to come between, just those two series it should be a really fun and enticing 2024. Yes, they. I, I'm pretty sure they had dry weather all weekend. I think it was a little bit windy throughout the weekend, so that was the only thing they had to battle. So uh, it's probably because I wasn't there. But <laughs> we'll have more on the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour, and kind of just go over the winners of that race that happened this past weekend. But first, let's get into some of the major news and announcements uh, being made. One of them is the Challenger of the Americas is dropping the new OKN category for 2024, essentially due to lack of entries. This is a, a new category that FA started essentially last year, kind of just at the end of 2022, announcing the launch of it. And Challenger of the Americas was the first series in the world to host the OKN race ever. So um, this is kind of interesting situation brewing on the West Coast with the Challenge in Americas, which will kick off. We'll be trackside starting February 2nd for uh, the opening two rounds of the year in Tucson as they're getting increase in other categories. But this new division uh, not getting the numbers with only two entries signed up by the time the deadline of uh, January 17th was was established for this class to get more entries so nate uh interesting situation brewing out there yeah um the unfortunate for challenging the americas and people who may have wanted to run that class although there was just uh two pre-registered uh, like you said 
Uh, it's unfortunate. I think it's probably going to use the word growing pains a lot when talking mm-hmm. about this engine package for the next year or so. Um, it's, I mean, it's fairly unproven. Over here, we know it's worked fairly well. Uh, over in Europe, it's just probably going to take a little bit of time to get that into the American market, just like how really all engine packages uh, go on in the States here. KA took some time to get going at 206, which is weird to say, had some <laughs> time to get going after having a record turnout for the CKNA Grands last season. It's, it, yeah, it's only it's in its second season of being an engine package that's available for mm-hmm. series and drivers this year so i think it'll be interesting to see what stars championship series does with that um they seem to have a fairly decent turnout a really uh, enticing championship battle between henry henry wheeler and brendan carr towards the end of the season so be fun to see how it works out for them at least on the east coast and what is to come for west coast drivers that want that okm package yeah and that's something we've talked about is is national level and international level racing is becoming more and more east coast favored uh not only in the terms of the events being held out here but also in terms of the number of drivers we're not we do see west coast drivers are prominent but i think if you were to look at the statistics and the number of drivers that are out there I think the eastern half of the country and even if you include the central, um, maybe if you split it up east, central and west, I think east would be number one, central would be number two and and the west would be number three in terms of numbers. Uh, I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, that that, you know, as you said, Stars Championship Series, they'll be continuing with the OKN program uh, in 2024. Uh, But really, Europe, like you you also mentioned, they're just now getting into the OKN category and WSK just had their champions cup uh, this past weekend at Lonato and South, the South guard of karting in Lonato, Italy, the OKN junior category was the only one offered and they had 21 drivers entered in that category, including one American drew Waltz, who's been racing uh, in Europe last year and is continuing this year. He actually finished fifth in the category. So again, it's, it's, it's growing pains. I, you're, you're kind of right. You know, Briggs 206 package was not was not welcomed very quickly. Uh, there was the clone situation where guys were like, "Oh, I could just go to the store and buy a hundred dollar motor and just replace it whenever I want." And then you start getting in the rules side of things and tech and and driver, you know, engine manu- uh, building and stuff like that. And and the the whole spec program really took off with the Briggs program, even KA. At first, it was kind of, what are we doing? We have the Yamaha <laughs> and the Yamaha went away. And now the KA and all the 100cc uh, other uh, engine packages, including the VLR are taking off. So um, it's, it, yeah, it's interesting. I think there's just, again, a lot of different factors into why uh, OKN is not working with challenge in America. So that's not to say it's not going to be able to come back next year because that's the thing with the challenge. Now being an independent series has the opportunity to bring in whatever classes they want to really in all honesty. Uh, so that'll be, uh, kind of something to keep an eye on. And again, looking at last year, the number of drivers, few of them not racing as much this year, 
uh, probably some of them moving to 100 CC and just sticking with that where the numbers are. And that's the one thing that uh, that we're seeing is numbers are actually better in pre-entry uh, overall than they were last year for the challenge. So excited to see the growth and we'll, we'll have more obviously on that with our Outlet podcast next week uh, when we preview the opening rounds of the challenge in America. So with that, we'll move into road tax news. The 2024 U.S. Trophy East Series and U.S. Trophy Final announcement dates. Uh, Nate, give us a, a breakdown of what the East Series is going to be doing and, of course, the official announcement for the U.S. Trophy Final. Yeah, so June 21st through the 23rd will be at MCC, More Sports Country Club of Cincinnati. That will be rounds one and two. Moving on to the first weekend of August, that's the second through the fourth. At Pittsburgh International Race Complex, and that'll be for rounds three and four. And then, like you said, the U.S. Trophy Final, August 22nd through the 25th at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Yeah, the U.S. Trophy Final moving up to August, so getting away from a busy September um, that has been uh, working out, but also gives more time for those drivers who do well at the U S trophy final to be prepared for the, the road tax grand finals, which will be, it's moved up to October. So kind of got to have that buffer time to be able to get drivers, the chance and opportunity to get travel plans situated, licensing situated and all that other stuff. So, uh, the, yeah, it, it interesting move to see the, the East series go to Ohio with the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati. Obviously, the Bailiff family and their investors are really uh, hoping to bring a lot of events to that facility, and they're doing so, especially in 2024. USPKS going back, Supercarts USA Pro Tour going to make its debut there, Stars Championship Series returning, a number of other events happening as well. Um, so that would be an interesting couple of rounds there to see Rotax racing in Ohio and then returning to Pittsburgh International Race Complex uh, to wrap it up with the final two rounds. And again, uh, Rotax grand final tickets up for grabs, both in the U.S. Trophy East Series at the U.S. Trophy Final and the U.S. Trophy West Series. That'll be beginning uh, in just a month's time, February 23rd through the 25th at the Phoenix Kart Racing Association in Glendale, Arizona. So the opening two rounds of that eight-round championship program beginning in February at the end of the month. So uh, exciting uh, program for, for race road tax in 2024. Another road tax program that will be beginning this weekend is the road tax winter trophy program. And in the article we wrote on January 10 said nearing 150 entries. Well, as of January 19th, and I double checked this morning, they're at 172 entries. Uh, amazing numbers for this two weekend back to back program, back to back weekend program um, at the Orlando Cart Center in Orlando, Florida. Nate, an astounding 52 drivers are registered in Senior Max. That will, if it wasn't the class to watch already, it's definitely going to be the one now. 52 drivers for Senior Max is quite the turnout for them. And really, it had quite the turnout for all of the Winter Series we've seen so far with uh, Scusa having a record number, a pretty decent 
uh, number for rock in the Florida winter tour. And now uh, up to 172 entries as record. This is very good numbers. And you start to wonder what the analysts for the pro tours of Scuza and USPKS are going to be looking like in 2024. So yeah, really, really strong start for the car calendar in 2024. Yeah. Looking at some of the names, uh, Eduardo and Fernando Barrichello, those are kind of the, uh, uh, leading the national international drivers, both from Brazil, including, including Diego Ramos, uh, from Brazil, a number of Canadians, you have Aiden Fox, uh, one of the top, American uh, Rotax drivers, a number of Canadians as well, too, in this uh, senior max field that are going to be battling um, in Orlando. Frankie Mossman, another one uh, from the USA as well. Harley Keeble set to, to battle uh, as the British driver will be there along with Macy Williams. So uh, she'll be making the Colorado driver will be making her way over there uh, as well. But also in the junior max field, uh, with 34 drivers in that category, again, another big international field. You got Turner Brown as an, as a notable name, Isaac Melkut, um, Jackson Wolney among those, Nathan Dupuy, the Canadian, again, just pretty solid entry lists that are going to be battling Ty Fisher, um, Teddy Muselli. Another driver uh, that is is very notable, and then both cat, cadet divisions over twenty as well too. So it should be an exciting weekend uh, in Orlando coming up here, January twenty sixth through twenty eighth. They'll be doing the clockwise direction, so the normal direction you see at Orlando, and then next weekend, February second through the fourth, they'll be going in the counterclockwise direction. So that I want, I definitely want to check in and see. Uh, how that is uh, handled and done with the Orlando Kart Center. And again, class champions from the winter Rotax Winter Trophy will be receiving tickets to the 2024 Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals. So these will be the first tickets handed out to the event that will be going to Sarno, Italy, uh, once again in the month of October. And with that, we'll head into our first commercial break, our first commercial break, and when we get back, we'll talk about the Florida Winter Tour, uh, Team FMS, and the inaugural Norberg Pro Kart Invitational after this. History, success, family. Those are the three words that can describe Comet Kart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation located just outside of Indianapolis has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in the near six decades of business. Their online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. From full karting packages, new engines, spare or replacement parts, and safety gear, find it all at CometCartSales.com. Their Comet Racing Engine service has won multiple major events and championships over decades of karting and continues to offer the best trackside service in the industry specializing in IAMI X30, IAMI Swift, and other two-cycle power plants. Make sure to head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. Made in the USA. That's exactly what you get from Precision Karting Technologies. Based in Detroit, Michigan, 
PKT brings over 35 years of manufacturing experience to the sport of karting. Their passion for the sport began focusing around the kid kart platform and has expanded every year with hundreds of products designed to put you on the podium. Precision Karting Technologies is known around North America for their successful line of axles available in all age groups. PKT manufactures a number of engine products for Comer, IAMI, Rock, Rotax, and the popular Briggs & Stratton 206. A wide variety of chassis components for the many brands in the sport are available through PKT, including hubs, pedal risers, skid plates, and other hardware for your cart. Axle straightening, chassis adjustments, engine service, and specific CNC machining projects are available through their Motor City headquarters. To learn more about the many products and services available from Precision Karting Technologies, head to pktaxles.com. And we're back with This Week in Karting. It is episode 74, January 22nd. 2024. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean, bringing you all the news and notes that have hit the ECAN homepage and social media over the past 20 days since our last episode. Uh, we're now getting into our second segment, which includes a kind of a recap of the Florida Winter Tour. I believe they had uh, roughly 190 entries from what I remember counting. Uh, a number of different divisions as well, too. Again, they ran a, uh, a one final format for the weekend there at the AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex presented by MG Tires in Homestead, Florida. Uh, so the series returning back to Homestead. It's been a number of years since the Florida Winter Tour was in uh, Homestead for uh, an event. Um, Nate, just give us a quick rundown of the winners from this past weekend. Again, all the main events held on Sunday after I believe they had three rounds of heat races, possibly four. I did not double check on that, but uh, a busy weekend in Homestead. Yeah, Mateus Morgado continued his streak of standing on the top step of a Florida Winter Tour rock uh, podium from last year. He's been really, really strong in this program, not running in rock pro this time with him being full-time shifter driver for psl he took the win in rock shifter uh, vlr masters alfonso santiago rock jr went the way of diego ardilas who's already been one of the drivers to look out for in the junior categories throughout all series this season rock micro miguel suarez for rpg uh harley keeble took the win in rock pro that had been dominated by Mateus morgado in 2023 rock shifter masters is jose montello think mm -hmm. uh geez, we butcher that uh rock mini benji fernandez vlr senior who else would it be but Alessandro de tulio continuing that streak vlr junior again diego ardilas for rolson performance group and then 206 classes for this season 206 senior going the way of christopher wakefield and sodi cart finally finding a bit of luck in the past couple of months especially with his run at daytona cart week that went less than ideal standing on the top step and rejuvenating his 2024 campaign and a bit of confidence for him and then 206 masters at diego rodriguez yeah, Morgado keeping the PSL karting Burrell art on top at the Florida Winter Tour. Like you said, continuing what he did in the single speed stuff and now continuing what uh, uh, Marnie Kremers was able to do last year. So exciting to see that uh, now in his second weekend in the shifter cart after racing the uh, Scusa Winter Series and Pro Shifters. So certainly making strides there. 
uh, with that, but also Ryan Norberg making a shifter debut, finishing fourth in that category. So I think that was a, a very notable finish. Uh, good to see the longtime single speed driver make his first shifter cart start. Again, just uh, excited to hear kind of his feedback. Uh, we'll see if he hits a social media channels with that or if we'll have to wait until we see him trackside uh, for the Scusa Winter Series event in February. So great to see the uh, Florida Winter Tour off to a great start. A number of different winners and uh, pretty pretty familiar names at the front. Diego Ardila is now with four wins in two weekends. Uh, certainly solid start to the 2024 season for him. Very Ernesto Rivera-esque, shall I say. <laughs> uh, Team FMS set for 2024. That is the Franklin Motorsports Operation. They will be closing in on their 60th year in business. Uh, and the race team, which is Team FMS, will be returning once again in 2024. Uh, they will be racing at the United States Pro Kart Series, Stars Championship Series, IAMI Grand National Championship, and the Scusa Super Nationals 27. So a, a limited schedule, but great to see the uh, the Team FMS backed trackside because that's uh, you know that was kind of the, the talk at the beginning of last year with owner Jamie Sirocki. He was looking at stepping back from the team situation and kind of focusing on on supporting the parts trailer. Uh, that they do take to a number of different racing events throughout the year, but also continuing to continue their support at the Badger Kart Club program as well. So uh, so good to see Team FMS continuing, Nate, uh, for another season. And they'll have some pretty good names under the tent. Yeah, really a staple of uh, Midwestern karting, especially and getting their nose in more on the national scene. Like you said, some names, Brandon Lemke, who has won more championships than I can count in his years of racing. Scott Kopp, TJ Nevels, and like you said, Jamie Siraki, also some of the management and driver coaching, whatnot, that will be under that tent helping out the drivers that are under there. So a, re a really, really solid group of drivers between uh, Lemke, who's been so, so quick in cadet junior and senior competition as of late, and Kopp and Nevels, who been doing a little bit of ka master competition between the two of them as of recent so yeah really really strong group of people under franklin as always yeah scott has the two championships at the uspks program under his belt uh does a lot of the engine work uh for the in-house uh engine program they do innovative performance uh, along with Rocky as well. And so, yeah, it's a pretty solid. I think they also have uh, Jason Birdsell coming in for a select handful of events as well. Uh, so very good to see uh, Team FMS returning again. They work with not only their in-house Merlin chassis brand, but also OTK. And I would not be surprised if it's other brands they work with as well, too. So we'll have to kind of keep an eye on that and see what happens in 2024. Uh, one thing we announced during the Supercars USA Winter Series opening weekend was the inaugural Norberg Pro Kart Invitational set for Supercars USA Pro Tour Winter Nationals warm-up weekend. So this will be held on March 2nd through the 3rd at the Orlando Kart Center, which is site of the Supercars USA Winter Nationals. And uh, it, so this is the weekend before that. Uh, again, a lot of teams will be in Orlando testing, preparing for the opener for the Pro Tour, the 2024 Pro Tour. And 
Ryan Norberg, longtime competitor, is now entering the promoter side of things. So he has set up this unique event, one-off race, that will utilize the K100 senior category with a $20,000 total prize purse up for grabs uh, on the weekend. Essentially what they're going to do, Nate, is they're going to take all the people that enter, put them in a multi-session program on Friday evening, kind of like the semi-pro drivers is what they call it. So anybody who enters this race will be put in the semi-pro category on Friday. They'll all be racing for 15 spots to transfer into Saturday's action. And then those 15 drivers will be going up against what will be considered the Norberg Pro Kart invites. So these drivers, some international national champions that uh, are going to be handpicked by Ryan himself, uh, invited to compete in this in this event. And so you'll have top 15 drivers that transfers from Friday to race against the it's basically the all star racers that Norberg is selecting. And again, uh, so this would be an interesting, unique format. I believe he's going as low as 13 year old drivers are allowed to compete. So that'll be interesting. But still, KA 100 senior uh, rules utilized. So we'll have to kind of keep an eye on how that unfolds and he'll have more details as the uh, event comes closer yeah like you said following the k100 senior kind of regulations with allowing uh, the more quote senior drivers of the junior category to enter uh, thoughts and prayers to anyone who is <laughs> has a 13 year old and is strapping that much lead to the cart that's gonna be very fun uh... to lift in some hot Florida sun. But yeah, it's <laughs> like you said, it was just an all-star race from what I can think of just racing your way in if you're in that semi-pro category and then 15 drivers being able to move up and race against the best of the best in the, the pro kart uh, side of things. Looking forward to it. I think it's an another take on how like the IAMI Grands are doing things more with a all-star race kind of feel to it than what grands is but yeah it's cool to see from ryan he obviously very successful driver has a little bit of a race team driver coaching thing going on at orlando with the norbert karting academy and now dipping his toes into race promoter it's really just uh going into every aspect of karting for him right now yeah, so he'll he'll get to understand what Tom Kutcher and Mark Coates and uh, all the others go through when when things don't go when racers days don't go their way and he gets the complaints and yelling and stuff like that. But thankfully, it's a uh, it is a one off, so maybe it won't be too bad. But I'm sure you know things will things will get heated as uh, it'll be night racing under the lights in Orlando where the humidity and heat is uh, pretty 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 potent in March, but like you said, thoughts and prayers to everybody's backs for any of the junior drivers that are going to put all that weight on. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll keep you updated on, uh, if we receive any more information regarding the event from the Norberg pro cart invitational with that, we'll head into our next commercial break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the ignite challenge D two motors and DPK racing Americas after these commercials. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. 
Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklincart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs & Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by FMS our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Welcome back to This Week in Karting. It is episode 74, January 22nd, 2024. I am David Cole, joined by Nate Dean as we're bringing you the latest news and notes to hit the ECAN homepage and social media. This episode, again, presented by Margay Racing. And Margay Racing is the next topic. It is the 2024 Ignite Challenge presented by Hoosier Kart Sport schedule confirmed. So this is, again, a regional program based around the whole Ignite karting program that was established by uh, Margay back in 2015. So basically the 10th season I guess you could say, I guess 2015 was just kind of when it began. 2016 is really when it started to take off. So we'll we'll get with Margay on the official uh, days and years that they want to include. Uh, but the Ignite Challenge, again, a regional program based on this whole spec program, utilizing the Briggs 206 engine package, spec pretty much everything, spec Hoosier tire spec engine, spec clutches, so you can change gearing, you can change your cart setup, but basically it boils down to you, the driver. And again, they have a six six races. Essentially, I believe what they do is they do two rounds per race day. So you're going to have 12 rounds of racing over the course of six days this summer. Nate, just give us a quick rundown of the dates for the 2024 Ignite Challenge. Yeah, starting off in May the 19th, kind of the home of the Ignite Challenge at Gateway Cartplex. Moving on to June 1st at 61 Cartway. A second round in June, that's the 22nd at Concept Haulers Motor Speedway. And says June... Yeah, back to back. Back to back. Okay, at Cart Circuit Autobahn for them. August 24th. 
uh, Mid-State Cart Club, and then rounding off that season October 19th at TNT Cartway. So we got you there. You didn't know about this, did you? The June 20, yes, June 22nd, June 23rd weekend. Essentially, they're going to go two different racetracks on the weekend. They're going to start at Concept Haulers Motor Speedway, which is just outside uh, the Chicago area, probably kind of closer toward the Quad Cities region, probably about 90 miles from there. Uh, Concept Haulers Motor Speedway, Norway, Illinois, or Sheridan, Illinois, whichever Google Maps tells you. Um, this racetrack just getting repaved last or this past October. So brand new surface for this historic racetrack that used to host Promoto tour races, Scusa, Great Lakes regional races, WK manufactured cup, IKF races, everything and everything went through, uh, what was then the, uh, what everybody calls pretty much Norway. Um, and then, so that'll be on Saturday. Then everybody packs up that night and heads over to cart circuit autobahn which is again just outside joliet illinois again just out just west of chicago area uh cart circuit autobahn a a one of the uh big clubs that has ignite karting uh one of the country club the autobahn country club racetrack has a lot of members there and a lot of them come down and over to the rate cart cart track and get in some ignite races and and do some arrive and drives and other things around the cart circuit there. So, a uh, back to back in in two days. Uh, so basically, you got four races in two days at two different racetracks. All probably, I want to say they're within an hour of each other. It's got to be pretty close to that. If an hour, hour and a half, at least two hours, depending on the Chicago traffic. But um, that is that is a weekend I have circled on my calendar because that. That con the, the idea of racing two different racetracks, Nate. I, have you ever thought about doing that? I, this is something they've done before. I want to say they did like a mid uh, mid state, and then maybe went over to did um, Gateway or something, or maybe it was Quincy, and then they did mid state. They've done this before with the Ignite Challenge, but have you ever thought about doing two different racetracks in the same weekend? I mean, I'm sure the thought has come up and then you think about the logistical nightmare that might be on the back end. But if they've done it before and they uh, have the confidence in themselves to do it, then by all means, it's obviously it helps how uh, relatively close they are. And the being able to like from a driver's standpoint of you get to run two tracks in the same weekend is obviously really enticing, not like I said, by any means, an easy logistical challenge to bring up by Margay. So hopefully all goes well for them. But yeah, that would that would be a fun one to do. And it, it works great with the spec package, because, again, really, the only thing you're going to look at changing is probably gearing, uh, depending on the racetrack itself. But everybody's all on the same tire. You're all on the same everything. Um, so really, there's not a lot, because if you think about going from Newcastle to, say, MRP, like that's those are two different, completely different racetracks. Even, even if you're in a Briggs 206 uh, engine or category as well. So it's I I just love the idea of of kind of almost it's almost like World of Outlaws style, you know, where you go one racetrack one day and another racetrack the next day. And I that 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 just it just has my interest like crazy, and I really want to see what they do. So what they do normally on an Ignite weekend, they get two rounds of practice again because they only have uh, Ignite heavy 
Ignite Rookie, Ignite Masters, Ignite Junior, and Ignite Senior. So only uh, five classes uh, on the that are in rotation. So you get two practice sessions in the morning, qualifying, and then you go into racing. You get one race, 18 laps, and then another race for 18 laps. And this was at, uh, I'm looking at the uh, the schedule for, I believe it was Gateway Cartplex last year. So um, essentially you're getting five sessions in a day, uh, lots of laps, well over 50 laps probably, uh, all in one class. And then you conclude at the end of the day. So it's only a one day event. So it's not the whole you know, practice Thursday, practice Friday, and then race Saturday. Uh, so this, this is what makes it unique. And certainly it's catching my, eye. I, I know I have the weekend off of, of travel. It's in between, I believe, uh, USPKS and, and Supercarts USA Pro Tour, but, um, it is close to home. It's a little bit further for you, but it, it's only a three hour drive down to, to concept holler. So not too bad. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that. Yeah, I, it's a little bit of a drive. Everything's a little bit of a drive for us in Minnesota. But if you, yeah, true. If you if you could do two tracks in one weekend, and and like say distance wasn't an issue, like if you could raise one on Saturday and one on Sunday, what would be the two racetracks you'd love to go back to back like that? I feel like the Midwestern bias is going to be showing here, but I think like Badger and Road America would be fun. Those two, yeah. I mean, that would be a fun uh combo because i mean yeah they're both repaved but they mm -hmm. also just have their different uh styles different characteristics and i mean the grip levels are too grip levels very, yeah. <laughs> yeah very very different so i think that would be pretty uh challenging from the drivers you could have one person dominate one day and then the other someone mid-pack dominate the next so that would be fun to do a wisconsin double yeah, no. Well, and now you said Badger. I'm thinking, okay, what about going Badger and MRP, Michiana Raceway Park? Very similar yeah. racetracks, tight, narrow. Yes, um, Badger's smoother because it's been repaved. So maybe you start there and then work your way over to uh, to South Bend for that one. So very similar racetracks. That would that could be one, or you do the the South Bend, go all the way over to uh, to Goodwood, which is very similar as well. Um, that's another racetrack that's very much like that. So, um, yeah, I like the road America badger thing again in state. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool to do as well. So maybe I think badger cart clubs, they've got to have done something like that before, you know, where you race, I think maybe they used to do like the two, they still do the Tuesday club races at road America. So the, maybe they'd race there on Tuesday and then head over to badger on Saturday. So, or Sunday. So you have the, that opportunity for sure, uh, to, to do that. Uh, with that, we'll head into our next uh, topic, which is D2 Motors extends invitation to supply engines to all race teams in 2024. D2 Motors owner Danilo Romalo is, uh, has had a number of success, a lot of success over the last couple of seasons with D2 Motors. We've seen a number of the Sodi Racing USA drivers utilizing his power last year and others as well. So he is uh, extending the olive branch to all the other teams and drivers uh, competing this season. And any interested teams or drivers are asked to contact him at 954-895-6334 or find them on social media at D2 Motors Official. Uh, and make sure you connect with uh, Danilo Romalo for the work with his engine supply. 
Next up is a, a news that uh, that came last week. Uh, interesting to see a new partnership formed with DPK Racing Americas formed. DPK DPK Racing is Europe is uh, probably one of the more notable race teams uh, that we've seen in uh, recent years uh, uh, under the Kart Republic and Alonzo Kart banner. Um, they are what European champions and world champions, I believe, Nate. I believe so. Looking at some of the pictures on Instagram, there's some fairly impressive golden trophies. So I'll say that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's kind of a combination with uh, with that program in Europe, driven performance marketing here in the U.S., MSI Bioperformance, along with Team Bennick. That's the U.S. connection because we know Team Bennick been one of the uh, the race teams here over the last decade also manufacturing their own cadet chassis brand. So this is kind of a, a unique um, collaboration between all these entities. Uh, and they will be competing in junior and senior categories at Supercarts USA, United States Pro Kart Series, Rock Cup USA, and Rotax and other events in 2024. So Nate, we're just adding to the number of race teams that are continuing to uh, establish themselves. And interesting to see how your European race team getting kind of involved in uh, American karting. Yeah, uh, just the growth of the sport as of late has been really good to see. And then, you know, for DPK Racing and Benick to team up with and bring over some, hopefully bring over some more European talent in the cadet to junior range that we don't really see too often. Uh, you see it in senior with the likes of like Brennan Carr, Harley Keeble, Daniel Albanese, all running uh, full-time U.S. programs who call Europe home. But to see, hopefully see some more of the younger talent that Europe has to offer coming over and racing in America will be one to look forward to. Yeah, I'm interested to see that, see uh, what drivers, if they do bring any over, but also it provides the opportunity for American driver or North American driver to work with the team here in the Americas and have an easier transition over to race in Europe because we're starting to see the number of American and North American drivers going over to Europe to compete. Um, you know, Lucas Palacio, we talked about the WSK Champions Cup that just happened. Uh, Lucas Palacio going over there to race with Cart Republic Motorsports, uh, finishing in fifth in the mini division in his uh, European opener. So great to see that. Now, we talked about the Waltz uh, family over there. I believe Canadian Rocco Simone going to be heading over there this season as well. Um, so a number of different drivers from the U.S. are continuing to make their way over there. You know, we already have Vivek Canthin. Uh, who's the, who's the, oh, Jack Iliff, uh, still racing under the USA, uh, license that he had when he, while he was over here, uh, now living in the UK racing over there. Um, so yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's great to see, you know, we, we, we typically see that with, you know, super nationals, a lot of the European and factory teams and drivers coming over. And so it's great to see the core, uh, you know, kind of the working relationship. Uh, with some of the major race teams or karting teams that are going on. We used to see that with what Ricky Flynn Motorsports. I think Rollison kind of had a deal with them a little bit or, you know, we're working back and forth with them and they were working with other teams. So really cool to see that. 
Uh, with that, we'll head into our final commercial break. And when we come back, we'll talk about ECAN Editorial Podcast and the ECAN Radio Network. It's a multi-time world champion, and it's a Supercarts USA Super Nationals winner. It is Sodi Kurt. And starting in 2023, the Sodi brand has found a new home here in the U.S. Sodi Racing USA is the new exclusive importer of the Sodi Kart chassis line under the Karting Distribution banner, led by industry veteran Terry Germanovich. The French manufacturer Sodi Kart is a leader within the karting industry, offering a wide range of products and services. The Sodi Racing chassis line offers product in classes from Mini to KZ, all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world. Sodi Racing USA has already begun establishing its dealer network, working with the Karting Collective on the West Coast, and recently signing PK Sport to serve as a dealer and the official race team on the East Coast. Visit Sodi-Racing-USA.com to learn more about the Sodi Kart chassis line, or call 954-634-5111 to become part of the Sodi Racing USA network today. Sodi Kart, the world leader in the karting industry. Made in the USA. It's not just a statement, it's the mission at Factory Carts of America. Led by four-time Supernats champion Billy Musgrave, Factory Carts manufactures their frames completely in-house at the Riverside, California facility. Built and designed from the ground up specifically for the American karting market, Factory Carts brings new innovations and solutions that are long overdue. Factory carts bring together the highest quality materials to produce a high performance, long lasting cart that has been designed and perfected from three years of development with a focus for a big push across North America in 2023. No other carting manufacturer stands behind its product like Factory Carts does, providing a two year warranty on all their frames. Do you remember when American made meant innovative, original, stronger, faster, and just plain better? Well, American made is back. Contact Factory Carts today to join the American made movement. Learn more by visiting factorycarts.com or email Billy anytime at info at factorycarts.com. Welcome back to our final segment here of episode 74 of This Week in Karting, presented by Margay Racing. It is January 22nd, 2024. I always get that mixed up. I don't know why. It just <laughs> boggles my mind. Um, we are discussing all we were discussing, have discussed already the major news that has hit the ECAN homepage and social media. And now we're getting into more of what we've uh, been able to, to put out in terms of editorial, including my first column of 2024 season behind the laptop, turn the page. Great song by Bob Seeger, ironically, who was at the Detroit Lions playoff game this yesterday. So that was pretty cool to see as the, uh, the Michigan native, uh, one of the great artists in music of all time and his great song, turn the page covered by Nate. Do you know who covered that song? That you are asking the wrong person on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I take it. You're not a Metallica fan. No, no. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, kind of talking about how um, life on the road was pretty, pretty much like what the song says. If you listen to the turn the page song from Bob Seeger, 
uh, it, it kind of gets a grueling and a grind. And that's kind of what 2023 was and probably what 2024 will end up being as well, too, for a lot of those in the carding industry. So just to kind of quit tidbit on that to start the year. We also did the uh, WK Daytona Cart Week race report. So the final event of the 2023 calendar held in Daytona International Speedway. Um, Nate, who were, let's see, I think Overbeck was uh, one of the drivers that doubled up that weekend. Um, there was one other, wasn't there? Oh, Danny O'Gara, correct. That's right. Danny O'Gara was the other uh, who double was, winner. You yeah. were there. What else? What other highlights? Uh, Danny did well. Um, Mal Hewitt was one of them who's been doing really well in his junior campaign as of late. Uh, I would say Christopher Wakefield, who got the win at the Florida Winter Tour, was really strong all weekend, but just could not get a lick of luck for him and the Sodi Cart guys. But uh, a lot of Midwest representation with like uh, Cameron Johnson. Like you said, Danny O'Gara, Easton Kabinski doing really well in the micro categories and a lot of uh, drivers making the switch up from mm-hmm. category levels from cadet to junior, junior to senior. Saw uh, Enzo Vidmontian and Stephen Miller make senior debuts at Cart Week and WKA in K Senior. Those two struggled a little bit earlier on in the week, but found some pace uh, later on. It was interesting to see who was up front i think it was kind of obvious who has had a lot of experience with vega rubber before uh, especially for the drivers who have been doing really well in cup carts north america competition like james overbeck uh, those guys had a bit of an advantage earlier on in the week and with how they set up the system for the heats and then pre-final and final where it you start the next race where you finish so if you DNF or you have a bad one, then it's going to really hurt you throughout the weekend. So those that was the main thing for me is those who had a lot of experience on Vega Rubber really, really were able to capitalize on that. Yeah, and you know nothing like racing at Daytona. I, I've done it. Oh, you've yeah. done it. It's uh, it's certainly a unique, unique experience. Fun watching uh, the roar this past weekend in Daytona. Got they actually got some racing underway. Our good friend Mark Miller, among those in the GSX GSX class, what was that class? That sounds uh, right. GSX. I'm trying, to, yeah, GSX class, along with I believe the LMP three categories that were running uh, two races. The winner in the G, the double winner in GSX class was none other than Luca Mars, uh, longtime Carter, uh, moved up to the senior ranks at the at the age of fourteen. Raced, I believe, one year maybe two years, one and a half years, I think, at the senior ranks was ECAN driver of the year, co-driver of the year uh, in 2020 during our COVID season uh, before moving up to car racing and uh, certainly doing well um, up there, picking up two wins in Daytona. So I think he's done that before in karting, picking up two wins or more at Daytona Kart Week. And the driver that did pick up two wins in Daytona this past December was James Overbeck, our December 2023 ECAN driver of the month for his performance at the WK Daytona Cart Week. Um, 
And then to start the 2024 ECAN driver rankings, we set up the schedule and new rating system that uh, will be implemented for the upcoming season. Just kind of shuffling over the uh, pretty much the same schedule we followed before, but kind of just setting a normal base rating for all the events, including USPKS and SCUSA. Uh, so all those pretty much major programs that are going to be running in 2024 are going to have a nine rating. Some of the one-offs like U.S. Trophy Final, Rock Island Grand Prix, the IAMI Grand National Championships, uh, those will be a little bit higher at 9.5. And then, of course, we'll have still keep the Supercarts USA Super Nationals at 10 because that is the big one. So why not? Uh, ECAN Trackside, again, make sure you check out all the coverage from the 2024 Supercarts USA Winter Series opener at the AMR Motorplex in Miami, or Homestead, Florida, I should say. Uh, our ECAN Promoter Series, a new article that uh, Rob Howden is penning uh, right now and continuing throughout 2024. He began with Andy Saisman of Challenge in America. So a little bit of insight into Andy beginning how he became a promoter, and then, of course, what's going on in the 2024 Challenge of the Americas. And we followed up with a product spotlight featuring Franklin Motorsports and the Smoker Performance Sprockets, uh, one of the lightest systems in the sport of karting, including the hub, the sprocket, and sprocket guards, one of the lightest packages that you'll have in the sport today. So make sure you go check out Franklin Motorsports and the Smoker Performance Sprockets. Uh, online today. Ecan prod, podcast review. Again, uh, you can check, you can download all the Ecan podcasts available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, or any other podcast outlets, wherever you're able to subscribe and download. And of course, make sure you give us a review while you're there. You can get our last episode of This Week in Carding, episode 73, and the Outlap and Debrief podcast for the Supercarts USA Winter Series from AMR one or AMR Motorplex, which was which we call the event AMR one because next month we'll have AMR two. So very similar to what you see with the uh, the motocross kind of format naming. Uh, make sure you check out the ECAN Radio Network again, the only twenty four hour, seven days a week channel dedicated to the sport of karting. Uh, we'll have this episode of this week in karting. We'll continue with our rewinds. Today we're playing the 2023 U.S. Trophy Final as we get prepared for the U, the Rotax Winter Trophy coming up this weekend. Watch out for more face-to-face -face and roundtables. That'll be coming soon and we'll be playing on the EKN Radio Network. What's coming up on EKN will be Trackside Live February, 22nd, or February 2nd through the 4th. Four, Challenge of the Americas at the Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona. Excited to get that program underway, getting the entry list going so we can kind of work on our outlap and preview podcast for next week. Um, again, numbers are higher than they were last year, so hopefully we'll be getting a, another solid turnout when we get to Muscleman Honda Circuit. And an interesting part about that weekend, we'll be going in the clockwise direction, something we have not done for a challenge at all since uh, we've been going there for since 2012. But this will be the 17th season of the challenge. They've been there a number of years and have never gone in the clockwise direction. So that'll be exciting to see. And then again, trackside February 9th through the 11th, Supercarts USA Winter Series at the AMR Motorplex in Homestead, Florida. 
to uh, to go back to back weekends with uh, live coverage of carding here coast to coast. So Nate, um, oh yeah, make sure you follow us on social media and all the other outlets that we are at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We just posted a new onboard. Nate, uh, what was the onboard again? It was Lucas Thick at uh, Noel Motorsports Park at the Winter Nationals from last year. That's right. Yep. Yeah. At the end of 2023, they, uh, the Cup Carts North America South Division held their 2024 opener in the month of December of 2023. So why not? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they got to run the, the full racetrack there. Uh, so make sure you get on board or online and see the onboard uh, that it was from. And we're working to get another one from Homestead, either Pro Shifter or X30 Pro, uh, working on those details, uh, getting those files <clears throat> to us right now. So, Nate, anything else to uh, to wrap up episode 74 of This Week in Carding? It's really looking forward to watching the action from Orlando and the Rotax race. Seems like have a really stacked field of drivers, a lot of international representation you always see that in the florida races and especially when you go to orlando so a really exciting group of drivers signed up so just looking forward to that this weekend yes and uh, we'll be keeping an eye on that all weekend long and again make sure you download all our podcasts and tune in to the ecan radio network for all things karting uh so for nate dean i am david cole thank you for tuning in 